Hey guys, welcome to a Circle Back Podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Corey. And we are here to share yet another conversation um, with a guest of ours. His name is Spencer Hill. Ooh. Hey Spencer. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Um, we are, you're our first one today, so that's very exciting. So you get the best of us. Oh, great. Just so you know. Um, <laughs> the fresh, ready to go conversation is starting. Um, so Spencer, you have been, we, we, we know each other. Right. You don't know Corey at all. Nope. I just met about 20 minutes. 20 minutes ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> Corey said, Hey, I'm, I'm Corey. And he said, I'm Spencer. Anyway, <laughs> that's usually how it goes yeah. when you meet. I people. actually didn't know he was the first guest. So. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've known Spencer through family friends, um, since I was about five years old when we first moved from, we moved here from Ohio to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And his dad is a like a construction worker. Yeah, I guess. a construction yeah. guy, remodeler. Yeah, owns his business, own business and things like that. So my dad and his dad met up and have been friends ever since, really. And um, I actually was telling you, I just went to play golf with your dad mm-hmm. like a couple of days ago. I play with him quite often. Really? Yeah. Well, not just <laughs> like me and him, <laughs> right, but right. me, my dad and him. And you should see him drive these golf carts. Mm, I mean, mm -hmm. if you can picture someone jumping like hills and just being crazy, that's your Mm -hmm. father. So he's not a cart path only. Absolutely not. (laughs) He pulls up to that hole like. (laughs) See, I'm a cart path guy. You really were. (laughs) Corey went golfing with (laughs) Uh us and literally like would park like a hundred yards from the ball. And I'm like, dude, come on. (laughs) Like you can. I'm walking back and everybody's ready to go and has left me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, but your dad's not bad at golf. Yeah, he's, he's not good. He's better than me. Not bad. He's better than me. <laughs> he's better than me too. Um, so anyway, I do appreciate you coming, and I know you drove a long way. You're from Columbia, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Just want to make sure that's yeah, not Tennessee, there. Yeah. not not the country, not the <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and you not only did you drive here, but you drove here with a pulled back. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I sprained my back this morning. This morning. <laughs> this morning. <laughs> so I was just picking something up, or yeah, I was just moving stuff in the garage, and then um, I didn't even know it was out, and I was getting stuff out of the vehicle, and I sat down. The baby was in the car. My wife was in the car, and I was like, I need a minute. <laughs> it just started tingling. I I went and lay down on the floor <laughs> for like thirty minutes. Mm. Instantly knew something was wrong. Uh, not instantly. Well, yeah, I guess since, I don't know. It was like. It wasn't good. It was a weird sensation. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're okay and yeah, ish. Yeah. I'm glad you're okay ish. And I'm glad you're here. So um, you had mentioned that you have a wife and mm-hmm. a son, right? Right, yeah. And a little baby? Yeah, he's 13 months old. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. And he thinks he's Spider-Man. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, does he do, like, the hand Yeah, he does, he does the hand and yeah. he'll, he'll do, like, tss. Oh, okay. He'll get his web going, <laughs> yeah. and I'll pull him around. Honestly, that's probably what that's uh, strained my back is bringing him all around the room and mm-hmm. the ceiling. That right. probably just loosened it up. And as out. any good dad would do, right? Yeah. Right. So right. I mean, he's sticking on the walls, and yeah. Uh, what's his name? His name is Henry. 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 Oh, I love Henry. That's mm-hmm. cute. Um, and you've been married. You said five years. Five years, and then we dated five years before that. So we've been together ten. So you know each other. <laughs> I we're starting to get to know yeah, each other. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Um. And in Columbia, you said that you're a teacher. Is that correct? Yes, I teach uh, Spanish, and uh, they also got me teaching um, 
British literature to seniors. Okay. okay. Do you ever get like mix up the two? Like you're like, okay, which class is this? Like Spanish. So I'm a I'm certified to teach Spanish mm-hmm. and um apparently this was news to me. Uh they can make you uh teach something that you're not certified to teach, but only mm. one. Oh. So uh I showed up to my new school and I said Hey, I told him my backstory, you know, this is how I got my Spanish degree. This is my experience with Spanish. And, um, you know, I was like, welcome to Spanish class. And this kid raises his hand. He said, this is English four. I'm like, wow. Okay. Well, (laughs) we're not doing anything today then. Yeah. (laughs) Cause I'm unprepared. (laughs) I was not prepared for that. (laughs) Dang. That's crazy. (laughs) So that must be why every coach I've ever had like taught, like something they had no idea about. Mm -hmm. Like they just, yeah. You know, they're just like, oh, I, I guess I have to teach this. Mm-hmm. That's I think crazy. most coaches are um, PE, wait, yeah, PE or um, what do you call it? Mine social studies type social, of. Yeah. Social, yeah. 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 Or I actually had mine was, um, one of my coaches was like anatomy, which oh, was wow. really mm-hmm. weird. Wow. Cause that is, yeah. That's of, kind of. Mm. Yeah, of course, because he wasn't mature either. <laughs> and you're talking yeah. about anatomy. <laughs> so, <laughs> anywho, that was a fun class. Yeah. Uh, I learned nothing. I mean, I guess I learned enough. Anyway, moving on. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's, I know if I kept going, it was going to be bad. So, oh I was just like, I'm just going to go. So, what? why Spanish? What made you, out of all the things you wanted to teach, or did you want to be a teacher uh, when you first? No, I still don't. <laughs> Sorry to all my coworkers listening to this. Uh, yeah. I'm actually, I'm going to, uh, I'm taking a course for medical interpretation. So oh. I'm actually taking A&P from one of my coworkers wow. because they said, uh, as a medical interpreter, you, doesn't matter how much English and Spanish or whatever your two languages are, mm. if you don't know the medical language, then mm. you're not going to be a good medical interpreter. Right. Mm. So oh. uh, I'm lucky enough that during my planning period, there's an A&P class going on and I'll pop in and I'll take tests with the kids. They think oh, it's hilarious. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. That's really humbling of you to like do that at the school you're teaching mm-hmm. as well. Well, it's free. Well, it's, <laughs> that's a good reason. <laughs> that's a good reason. Um, and so what do you want to do with that? Uh, I mean, so you, mo- a lot of interpreters, they do like a freelance type of thing. Um, I'm already a registered interpreter um, with the Tennessee language center. Mm. And uh, they're not going to give me uh, jobs until I finish this course. Mm. Finishing the course opens you up to uh, take a certification uh, assessment. If you pass that, then you're certified. You make more money. You get more jobs. Oh, okay. Um, So a lot of people are freelance, and they'll just get sent jobs. They'll take whatever jobs they want. um, Just, you know, as they want to work, they work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'd probably rather work with a hospital mm-hmm. or maybe a health department and work with kind of like a team of interpreters. I yeah. Think, you know, get some benefits. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's really like that. cool. Um, you don't really think about how important that is. until, mm-hmm. Like, you know, definitely me. I mean, I'm in America and I speak English only. Like, you oh, know, right. and it's yeah. like you don't really ever think about, I mean, mm-hmm. there's people here that, would be in really big trouble without people that can interpret them for them. So. Sure. I mean, it's a, uh, it's a state law that you have to provide equal uh, opportunities to, for medical, legal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think they even have like one for schools now, which is a new uh, field for interpretation. But uh, yeah, you want to give all those people the same opportunity to get the same health care yeah. or legal 
uh, stuff as somebody with uh, that speaks English mm-hmm. already. Yeah, that's really cool. Because, I mean, I, I imagine that it not only is, like, completely calming as well. Mm-hmm. For someone going through, like, a medical emergency, mm-hmm. to see someone that can speak their language mm-hmm. would be, like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Right. right. Because to try to get out what you're trying to say of, like, hey, this something's wrong <coughs> and not being able to would be hell. Like, I yeah. would hate that. Yeah. I mean, Google Translate is not always correct either. So <laughs> I so I was in Spanish class. I know enough I knew enough Spanish to sp- like get an A in the class, mm-hmm. but then I never ever did anything else. So oh. uh I wish I had, honestly, because I, I would love to speak another language, but mm-hmm. one of the times in, in my class is we had a paper due and I didn't do it. I completely forgot. <laughs> and so while it's in math class, I started working on my Spanish paper. Well, I just mm-hmm. Google translate the whole thing. Cause I was like, oh, I got to no. do right. So I'm just writing along. Doing so this. obvious when yeah. kids do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, lo and behold, I turned this paper in and she gives it back to me uh, with the rest of the class. Like, you know, everyone got their papers back and it just says Google translate is not, or is, it said like Google <laughs> translate, um, question mark. We haven't even, we haven't even learned these words. Right. <laughs> I yeah. was like, Oh no. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Luckily she let me redo it. And it was not much better than the grade <laughs> I got originally, <laughs> but wow. Um, but yeah, so I learned that day. Google Translate is not your friend. What about Lingo? Ling- lingo. Is that lingo? Is that you talking about Duolingo? Yeah. Uh, that's more of like. So I've had several kids that say, "Oh, they don't need me. They've got Duolingo." But <laughs> guess what? Duolingo doesn't always cover what's on the test. Mm. I always cover mm-hmm. what's on the test, mm-hmm. almost exclusively. Yeah. And uh, so you'll have kids that check out because they think they can do it on their own. Right. Uh, which, I mean, that's a good a way to get the, um, you know, your foot in the door and, you know, start learning, build some groundwork. But, um, yeah, school Spanish is, is different. Uh, obviously, we follow kind of like the the book and then, you know, we learn classroom vocabulary and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, even when I first started teaching, uh, like the word for student desk is pupitre. Mm-hmm. I had never heard that word before, but I learned it there on the spot because I had to teach it that day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's a masculine word. And then, you know, I start talking to some of my Spanish speaking friends and uh, I say, hey, what's a pupitre? And they say, I don't know. I said, it's a student <laughs> desk. Wow. And they're like, no, that's a escritorio. I said, no, escritorio is the teacher's desk. Oh, really? Right. That's so, crazy. Um. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I've yeah. learned, too, that, like, and so in English, we would say the red ball. Mm-hmm. In Spanish, it's, like, the ball red. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. La pelota roja. Yeah, so the the adjective comes after the noun mm-hmm. instead of the mm-hmm. other way around. Interesting enough is I had, in my Spanish class, I had a, a friend of mine who was from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And, wow, that was really loud, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's from Mexico, and he... Was always like, I don't have to, t- I'm good. He never did the homework, never did anything. Mm-hmm. But he didn't know the grammar. He just spoke this right. this Spanish. And so he ended up failing the class. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? I, I, it's like, and I think that's kind of like the Duolingo thing. It's like sure. you can remember things, but you won't mm-hmm. learn the why behind what you're mm-hmm. remembering. Right. You know, and, and I say, I don't really know. I've never done it, but. I just feel like that was crazy. But, I mean, English, like, there's a bunch of people that speak English, and yeah. sure. they can't do that. Well, a lot of people that are uh, heritage speakers, uh, where their parents speak it, but they didn't necessarily grow up in that country, mm-hmm. they'll speak it, and they'll speak the Spanish that they hear at home. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, they never write it down. Uh, they don't read Spanish books or anything like mm-hmm. that. 
So um, a lot of the the writing and that grammar stuff does get kind of lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're too proud a lot of times yeah. to, to sit there and actually realize that this gringo is teaching them something about a language that they already <laughs> kind of claim. Yeah, I bet they, that is so. kind of <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That is, yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah. I've no, that's crazy. I never even thought about any of that before. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you going to continue? How long? I mean, do you have like a contract with the school? Or um, how long are you going to be? So you have to give. Uh, <laughs> I just wonder if my school district's listening. I know, right? I, I <laughs> legally have to give uh, one month uh before or like one month notice oh, okay. that, that's in my contract okay but our cran- our contracts kind of end um in the middle of uh, the summer i think it's in between like june and july okay. mm-hmm. so that's when the fiscal year is kind of over um and you know ideally i wouldn't start a school year and then just like quit right yeah, yeah. Uh, I w- if i was gonna do this so um my plan right now is you know maybe after um, they start sending me jobs, I'll do freelance and mm-hmm. I'll take some of my um, personal days or sick days that I have built up. I got like 30 days built up right oh, now. Oh, wow. Good for you. So um, <clears throat> I'll probably use those and then um, just kind of see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe in the summer, kind of pick it up heavy and see if that's what I want to do. Because I would hate yeah. to leave. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm at a good school right now. I'm at a unit school. Mm. Um, you know, I think we've got 400 students. Oh, well. Now, what's a unit, what's a unit school? Uh, it's a K through 12, so uh-huh. kindergarten through 12th grade. Um, in one school? In one school, yeah. <laughs> There's like... You'd be like a high school senior, you see a kindergarten. Like yeah, that happens. Buddy. <laughs> they, they try to, the elementary is kind of separate, um, but yeah, it, it's definitely weird seeing them all at once. And then I watched, um, you know, I had some seventh graders... Uh, when I first started, and now they're like uh, ninth graders, or yeah. whatever. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I'm like, you're watching them grow up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's making me feel old. Yeah, because <laughs> I already spent four years at uh, Columbia Central, which we had like maybe like two thousand kids or oh, something like that. I thought it was like thirty five. Really? I thought it was like thirty five hundred, but somebody gave me a better estimate. So, hmm. do you? What grade do you enjoy that you've taught so far? Which one do you enjoy the most? Well, uh, the freshmen are good because they're kind of nervous, usually. Um, you know, most of them haven't had a language course before. Mm-hmm. They're just now in high school. But also, freshmen are super immature. <laughs> um, seniors tend to give up about Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, they're kind of invested because they have to have whatever to graduate. Um, sophomores, they start to mature. I think juniors is probably the best. Yeah. Because they're not giving up yet and they're kind of mature enough. They're driving. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of them have jobs and learning responsibility. I'd probably yeah. say juniors. Yeah, I would think if I had to choose a high school, yeah. mm-hmm. I'd probably choose juniors. What's one of the biggest challenges of teaching teenagers? Oh, my gosh. Um, one of the biggest ones. <sighs> so I didn't realize this because I, I didn't go to school for education. I went to school for Spanish. Um, and that, that was... <laughs> that was really just to get out of college because I had I went to college for like six and a half years. Oh wow! I think technically six because I did take like a uh, semester off, okay. but you know, like two and a half years at Montlow, mm-hmm. and then didn't get my associates, <laughs> and then I went to MTSU and I spent whatever three and a half years there. Um, 
What was the question? <laughs> What's <laughs> the, <laughs> the biggest challenge for teaching oh, okay. teenagers? Uh, oh, yeah. I was talking about how unready I was for that. So I was like, oh, I know Spanish. This is going to be easy. And um, you, like, kids, they need, like, structure, right? Mm-hmm. They have to know what the rules are so that they can constantly try to break them. Yeah. So <laughs> classroom management was my first uh, challenge. Um, you know, you got to set the structure and then you got to stand by it and all of that stuff. And, um, my first challenge was, um, trying to get them to sit down and get their notebooks out and pay attention to what I was saying. Mm. Um, but always a struggle is, uh, getting them to, uh, connect with whatever you're trying to teach them. And some mm-hmm. of them do it automatically because they're, um, I don't know. They're just prepared. They're more mature. Yeah. But a lot of them fight it. Mm-hmm. Like I have to force feed Spanish down these kids' throats, <laughs> and <Wow. laughs> it's not fun. Yeah, I bet it would be so hard to like. Definitely, because like you're young. I mean, I know you say like I feel, but like you're mm-hmm. young, and like it'd be hard as a teacher. I feel like to like have dom like you have to have dominant like show them that you're a dominant right. You bark a lot, yeah. Yeah, and like hey, I'm the boss here. Like you know. Mm-hmm. Um, not not you and I always feel like that would be hard. I look back at my teachers and I'm like, man, that would be that'd be really hard for me not right. to like be their friend and be like yeah. someone that teaches and and does Just to lead and stuff. Yeah, yeah, to lead and yeah, that'd be difficult. Um, so why why and I may have already asked this. I don't know. Um, why did you choose Spanish? Like, has Spanish culture always been something? It's a good question. So yeah, I was always interested in Spanish. I took three levels of Spanish at Tullahoma High. And um, I was always really interested in it. And I always kind of kept it in my back pocket. I never fully, like, stopped thinking about Spanish. And if you want to become fluent in a language, you have to kind of keep it. Yeah. Um, I always hated those moments. Um, I went, like, three months one time without studying any Spanish um, or um, just hearing it at all. And uh, when I came back to it, it was kind of clunky. Mm. Um. But, yeah, I like the culture. I like the history. Um, I like the way it sounds. Mm-hmm. I think it mm-hmm. sounds cool. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, just like everybody else, I was curious what people were saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's in Walmart like, I know what you're saying over there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I just had a kind of a fascination. Like, I could not imagine as, you know, a monolinguist, right, mm-hmm. just with one language. I couldn't imagine what it would be like to know another language. And now that I know, I mean, it's, it's hard to describe. Mm. Right? It's like, I got like two parts of my brain yeah. and, you know, sometimes they'll share informations, but for me, they're kind of separate. My wife, uh, she learned both languages growing up. Oh, she, okay. She moved here when she was two from Mexico. Oh, really? And, uh, so she has both of her languages, uh, mm-hmm. all together in one box in mm-hmm. her head. So it, she's a better uh, interpreter than me. Because I have to, like, you know, open up connection between mm-hmm. the two boxes. Because yeah. I learned it when I was wow. in high school. Hmm. So. so does she, do you guys speak Spanish in your home? Or is it? I fought for that for years. <laughs> <laughs> she really prefers English. Yeah. And, okay. uh, you know, now that we have the baby, uh, she wants to uh, speak Spanish more at the mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, oh, this is my kid. He's going to learn English. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of flipped that uh but a little bit especially when she's mad she'll <laughs> say vas a verlo i don't know what that means <laughs> I don't it's kind of like you're gonna get it oh, okay like you better watch out <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> i've always heard like i i've known people 
um, that speak different languages and stuff. And mm. I've always wanted to be able to like when you're really mad or like really excited to be like mm. rattle off. They just rattle. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh man, what are they saying? Like, <laughs> and I, I want to be the guy who's like at a restaurant and oh, seeing yeah. other people, mm. mm-hmm. and they don't think I know what they're talking about. Oh, me I too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I want to be like. Yeah. No. I hear you talking about me over there. Right, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what? You don't know I know, but I know. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Like, someone, like, talking in Spanish and you just be like, hey, I know. Um, I don't know. Well, it's kind of hard because you can really mask what you're talking about. Mm. Um, unless you just have, like, some, like very like dominant feature that's like i don't know you got like horns growing out of your head <laughs> and i hear them talking specifically about horns and you're mm-hmm. the only one you know yeah. because in spanish you don't have to really say your um subject or your pronoun right you mm-hmm. can just conjugate it into that form hmm. and then if that subject is known then you know it could be talking about anything um, your only key would be uh, if they're talking about a male or a female, maybe because mm-hmm. of some of the adjective changes. But um, I was one of those uh, Mexican waiters, as people would say, <laughs> at a Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, I'm a white guy. <laughs> um, but I had this table, and they were so confused because, you know, I'm speaking Spanish sure. to everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy pulls me aside, and he says, hey. Uh, what kind of Mexican are you? <laughs> so, <laughs> the white kind. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not. I'm he's not. like, but you speak it. I'm like, yeah, it's because I practiced yeah. really hard for yeah. many years. Hmm. So That's funny. Um, do you, oh man, I do this every episode. I had a question and now it's gone. Um, I guess it doesn't matter. I know, I have my computer right, literally right here because I was looking at stuff. But I, anyway, oh boy, oh well. So you think that Henry will grow up speaking both languages? Uh, I think so. Um, his uh, so his grandparents on her side, uh, they really only speak Spanish mm-hmm. around the house. Mm-hmm. So of course he's gonna pick it up from them. Yeah. And then um, my wife Tina, she's um, you know trying to speak a lot of Spanish to him, and um, you know I'll join in sometimes. I'm not not gonna speak Spanish right. to this kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've heard that it's better for them to kind of compartmentalize uh, the languages if one parent is uh, speaking one language and the other parent mm. is speaking one. Yeah. So that way they can see, okay, well, this is the language I speak with my mom. This is the language I speak with my dad. They're different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of like knowing that the word for chair um, is chair sometimes and see us some other times mm-hmm. and then like not knowing really um, – when or why mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah that kind of helps them compartmentalize just like us like you right know, it's, that's pretty cool and it starts them at a young age to be able to do to do that sure. so yeah the younger the better easier to learn yeah. yeah i mean i've heard that like learning a different language and as you're as an adult is like mm-hmm. super difficult mm-hmm. just because we don't we're <laughs> lazy we're too. already I, set in our ways yeah and i mean and mm-hmm. our yeah. Patterns and oh i do remember what i was gonna say now <laughs> mm-hmm. do you is there with and you may not know you may know i don't know but is so we have like the south and the north and mm-hmm. accents and things like right. that is that the same as far as spanish goes because my mm-hmm. brother works with venezuelans oh, okay wow and yeah. they get like it's almost um offensive if you say they speak like just like someone that speaks regular Spanish. Or, okay, yeah. right. So I was just wondering if... So if they have different, like, accents and dialects? Yeah, just like... Um, yeah. yeah. Like, in different parts of country. Like, I went to Portugal, mm-hmm. and some of them speak a different language completely from oh, wow. Portuguese. So they mm-hmm. speak Spanish some and Portuguese and blah, blah, blah. So. Sure. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, that 100% exists. Um, even within Mexico itself, I mean, the big divide there is northern Mexico and southern Mexico. Uh, they have kind of different dialects. Uh, they'll use word choice is big mm. when you're talking about the differences from region to region. Um, and definitely among countries, you'll mm-hmm. see uh, big differences like um, maybe like Colombia, Venezuela, um, Ecuador. Um, you know, they all, they'll all kind of um, have a similar type mm-hmm. of accent, um, similar word choices. Whereas um, people from like the Caribbean, like Puerto Rico, Dominican, mm-hmm. um, Cuba, they're going to all kind of sound different, but similar to those in that area. Mm-hmm. And that comes from uh, the indigenous populations um, that were there to begin with before the Spanish mm-hmm. <laughs> came in. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that definitely exists. Yeah, I just think it's neat. Like, yeah, well, it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's I'm hard. sure. Like, I want, I, get, I mean, so would someone like you that learn, you know, Spanish, would it be hard for you to communicate with someone that may speak a different version, quote unquote, right. of what you've learned? Um, Definitely, like, at first, it was kind of hard because, you know, I learned, I didn't just learn from the classroom um, course. I learned... Um, you know, in restaurants, mm-hmm. on uh, construction sites, mm-hmm. and I would, like, have friends that would speak Spanish. And a lot of the people that live here uh, that speak Spanish are from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, um, I think most people that speak Spanish, I think Mexico has the highest population of Spanish speakers in the world. So oh, most nice. Spanish speakers, I might be wrong here, are Mexican. Mm-hmm. But... Um, Oh, gosh. What was the question again? Oh, you did a hand a moment. <laughs> the moment. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, because I know we we talked about it briefly, um, just while you and I were talking about what to speak on and just kind of what your hobbies were. Yeah. I'm going to flip this completely. So you told me that you want to start a homestead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So first of all, what is a homestead to you? Because I looked it up because mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure I sure. was thinking the right thing. <laughs> but it also, there was like, many different things about a homestead Mm -hmm. so i just wondered like why where does that does that play into the spanish culture does that play Mm -hmm. into anything like that um no not really not the spanish part um but i would like to be kind of more self-sufficient i'm not like a doomsday or anything Mm -hmm. but um you know i want to have a decent sized garden uh i want to grow or raise like chickens and hogs and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um just kind of have like my own little piece of land just for privacy and, mm-hmm. um, you know, not rely so much on the government. Yeah. <laughs> so I read that you like a homestead is mm-hmm. many property or many, uh, I guess it's one property, but many houses on the property or many, depending on what you would want. Mm-hmm. But there's some families that they all live on this one piece of land. Sure. And like they have their own. Almost like a commune. Uh, yeah, and yeah. they have like their own rules and their mm. own almost like own laws. Way of yeah, yeah, way of living and, oh, wow. and all this stuff. And I didn't mm-hmm. know if that's something that like that um I don't know. It's probably a little bit deeper than what he's Yeah, that's what yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. that um Are I you mean, just kinda wanting a farm? Yeah, I just kinda want yeah. a farm. Uh, okay. uh, <laughs> some chickens, yeah, some some chickens. turkey here and there. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind, like, uh, some friends or family going in on some property and mm-hmm. us. I don't know about us creating our own little society. That's yeah. <laughs> kind of extreme, but, 
I uh, mean, could you imagine all the brinks <laughs> in one, one little no. society? I mean, if y'all don't know my family, I'd be something. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I love them, but to have your own <laughs> rules. <laughs> Welcome hmm. to the brink, Brinkville. I, I think it would be <laughs> nice to have several families, so that way, like... Um, Maybe one of us would work on, like, raising the animals. Another one would raise, like, um, I don't know, like, early season crops. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, brassicas, like, turnips, broccoli, cabbage, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then another one could, like, work on, like, you know, like, the corn, the okra, all those um, uh, full season mm-hmm. crops and stuff like that. So is this going to be... Like, is this this a thought, or is this, like, you're wanting to move towards this being a reality for uh, you guys? I would like it to uh, become a reality, but uh, all that student loan debt, you know, yeah. from yeah. <laughs> all that time <laughs> I spent in college, uh, I got to pay that off first. And then I also got to get my wife on board. <laughs> so I, it's going to be a couple of years yeah, before sure. I do those two things. Yeah. I've always wanted, like, I always thought being yeah. on a farm would be the most incredible thing, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I don't like waking up that early and then having to go <laughs> outside. It's a, it's a lot of work. It is. Inc- yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it is insane yeah. amount of Our work. Our friend Jonathan, you know, they oh, yeah, yeah, wanted yeah. to do their homestead and mm-hmm. stuff, and they've started making preparations for it. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, like, so ignorant to, like, so I went over to a friend's house who has a good-sized garden. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was like, oh, my gosh. Is that a tomato? <laughs> like I was, it's like I completely forgot mm-hmm. that these things come from the ground yeah. because we're so used to going to the store, right? That like I just completely yeah. it like. Mm-hmm. And what I love about that type of uh, community is that they have like an actual community of people who mm-hmm. are willing to like you know they barter and they give and trade. Um, oh different yeah. seeds and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's mm-hmm. it's a really good tight knit community. Yeah, and I I be- I think in you know. I, they're hard workers. And oh, like absolutely. They, mm-hmm. yeah. And also just people who, I don't know, they just seem to accept other people as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, even though, they, okay, you may not agree with what I'm doing in my type of living, but they're very welcoming. Yeah, At least sure. people I've met that live on, you know, good-sized farms, farms or, yeah. you right. know. Um, and they are very willing to share with you. Like, mm-hmm. not just share their stuff, but share their their trade. Like, yeah. let me right. show you their how to do this. Let me, mm-hmm. yeah. sure. um, and they're not afraid to ask for help when they need right. it as mm-hmm. far as like, yeah, that community you know. aspect is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I say all that just because I've watched bless this mess on that place. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's too, have you seen that? Anyone? Anyone? Yes. So good, mm-hmm. right? It is. I mean, that's <laughs> the perfect example for <laughs> how the farming community <laughs> is. It? I have no idea. It's all I have. Well, uh, (laughs) there's this guy out there and he does kind of uh, reconstructive farming. Um, I forget. I think it's like back to Eden or something like that. Mm -hmm. He's real big in the um, no-till garden community. Um, I think he lives in Washington State or something like that. But um, he says that um, God created Adam um, to... Uh, have dominion over the earth Mm -hmm. and, you know, basically to uh, farm, right? Mm. He's taking care of all of those plants that God gave us and uh, making them benefit man and, uh, you know, the animals and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really start um, gardening or any of that until this year. So I watched turnip season, planting season come and go Mm -hmm. (laughs) for like two years. And then finally I was like, all right, I'm doing it. 
but um it's very like just feels natural just working mm. with mm. all that stuff mm-hmm. and i love planting cool. seeds and just watching it grow yeah. i love how you said natural like I, I really like just because if like for me so like i i'm a believer in the, in the lord and so mm-hmm. for me it's like this exactly kind of what you're just talking about like we were made for this mm-hmm. type of right like thing and it's the original um, job yeah it's there <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean you're yeah your very first resume should always say <laughs> uh gardener check yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i just i just really like that that you said it was natural feeling because it is kind of a cool i don't know it's just like you do have this dominion like hey i did this but at the same time mm-hmm. you also feel like how small you are because of like holy sure. crap like this is happening in the earth and mm-hmm. there's a reason for this. And so I think that's a really cool thing. Um, so when you have your homestead, let me know. Cause I'll come visit. Sure. Yeah. We can go from there. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Corey, are you going to do a farm? You, f- you seem like the farming type. No, <laughs> I'm just now getting started in the 3d printing world. So, uh, I don't think the farm is in my, I mean, I I mean, I've I've helped like Jonathan do stuff on his farm, but there's probably some use for 3D printing on the on the homestead, maybe yeah. for like the hydroponic planning or something like that. Maybe don't even like know what that means. Yeah, I'm just pretending to know. <laughs> <With> <laughs> like not you grow plants in water, and you have like usually like fish that all you know they'll poop, and then hmm. that will fertilize the water and give enough nutrients. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like weird cycles, like pumps and pipes and it feeds the plants so, so basically fish poop is magic yeah oh yeah. title 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 writing it down right now <laughs> fish, fish poop, poop is magic, magic. <laughs> spanish edition spanish edition <laughs> spanish edi- yeah that's awesome um well it was really cool to i didn't know any of, this is the most informative yeah. podcast episode i've ever had I, learned I mean yeah i mean i had no idea about any of this honestly like i'm like I said, I'm pretty ignorant when it comes to, which I hate because I wish I was more informed and there's no one to blame but myself because, you know, and that's the thing too. It's a lot of people just don't do the hard work to be informed. Oh yeah. You know, and with anything, I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't just have to be about culture. It can be about whether politics or, you know, just your own, what's around you, your own community or mm-hmm. culture and all this stuff. It's like, it's just... What is that? Uh, ignorant it bliss or something? Ignorance, Ignorance is bliss. Is, bliss. Yeah. is that true? No. No. Um, what uh, about you, Spencer? I would Matthew say, says I would yes. Say so. I mean, if you're <laughs> if you're ignorant, you're not worried about all this stuff. You know, you're blissfully ignorant. No. I think. You don't think so? <laughs> so I so I was <laughs> the same way. So for a long time, I was like, I, if I'm ignorant, I'm good to go. Because like, <laughs> right? I don't like you. Because know, like, I'm not gonna have an opinion on it, and I can only learn. Mm-hmm. from things but then i started thinking too about like but i don't want to be ignorant to the point of like i'm lazy or i don't care about anything right like i want to have opinions mm-hmm. on things um and so I don't, wh- why don't you think of this Corey? um i just i don't i just don't think it's bliss i mean it's it's fine if you don't know something but mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. about the term using bliss so it maybe ignorance is okay it's it's okay. It's okay for you not to know something. Right. Um, is it okay to not be willing to learn is another thing. 
I think we all should be no, willing I think to that's learn. Even worse. Yeah, I yeah. think mm-hmm. maybe that's where mm-hmm. that line is. Yeah. It's like Yeah. And for me personally, I don't mind to not know something sure. and mm-hmm. learn it. Mm-hmm. But I never want to be a person that's like, I don't know and I don't care. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, I wanna yeah. care. Yeah. Like, you know, like And I think pe- a lot of people use that terminology of the ignorance places because once you know something, you're responsible for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And so I think when we once we find out information, we're responsible for that information. What are we gonna do? Now that we know this is sure. this or whatever, so. But uh, I've got this one student, right? Mm-hmm. And he is ignorant of everything going on, <laughs> and but he is just so blissful. Who's the he, president? He doesn't. Ha- he doesn't have a worry or thought mm-hmm. <laughs> in his head, but he's just like, just like, just goes with the flow. I mean, he's he's not successful, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like he he's just got like that blissful yeah. <laughs> kind of. I know. I don't like think it's that. a good thing. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I think it, you have to have a, a good balance of being motivated, mm-hmm. but also being like chill. Yeah. Right. Like, you I'm know. Like me. <laughs> sure, Corey. <laughs> I'm, Just I'm like Corey. Yeah. Corey's. Everyone be like Corey Gibson and the world will be better. So. Well, <laughs> Hannah said it, not me. On the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, look, Spencer, is there anything else that you would like to speak on just before I cut you off? Uh,. I don't know. Not really. Okay. I <laughs> just want to make sure. I never <laughs> want to just be like, okay, see ya. No, but I just wanted to say, like, I really appreciate you coming on. Yes. Um, it was really a fun episode for me because mm-hmm. I don't know you very well. Right. Corey yeah. doesn't know you from Adam. <laughs> so, you know, it just shows that people can get in a room together and just have conversation, conversation and yeah. learn. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's without you being here, I wouldn't un- I wouldn't have known any of that. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you mm. know, and I think that's really cool. And I think it's a good reminder that even though I'm not into Spanish like you are or mm. creating my own farm, like <laughs> it's still really cool to sit down and hear your opinions and hear your thoughts on that and where you mm. kind of came from to get to this point. And so I really appreciate you driving all the way down here to do that. Yeah, this was fun. Thank you guys for inviting me. Yeah, anytime you want to come back, let us know. We can talk more about, I don't know. Farming. Hopefully your back will be better. Yeah, 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 my back will be better. Yeah. I can, you know. Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, bring Spider Man next time. Sure, yeah. yeah. It'll be a fun time. But. I printed out a Spider Man 3D thing. Oh, did you? Oh, that's fun. Well, thank you again for joining us. Fish poop is magic. There you go. All right, see you guys. Bye. 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 <laughs>